Welcome to the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs podcast, a place for podcasters to learn what's actually working in the world of podcasting and how to use their podcast to generate consistent leads in their business. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited you're here. Hi, Kim. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited to have you here. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So tell us about yourself and how you just got started in the podcast industry. Yeah, well, actually my uh, background is in the field of health promotion in our community. We really started noticing a shift in how people were consuming information. So my job was really about creating education about health and wellness to different target populations in our community. And when we would bring in presenters, even though the information was fantastic, people were just not showing up because they are busy. Everybody's lives are busy. And that's why podcasting is so amazing. So we started dabbling in audio content and that's where I just was so drawn to it because I love the ability to storytell through audio and I love the accessibility to it. So that's where my journey kind of has taken me. And I started Me and James Co. to help coaches, creators, and entrepreneurs be seen and heard through leveraging their voice. So also working through a strategy to help them develop something like an audio asset that makes sense for them because traditional podcasts aren't really for everyone. Yeah. I love that. And how long did it take for you to go full-time in your business? Or once you discovered podcasting and were doing it within your day job, how long did it take you to, for you to make it your like, okay, I'm, I'm not, I'm over this. I'm ready to start my yeah. own thing. Well, you know, it's funny because I think a lot of us start this online world and we're not really sure. So I really just started as a general VA, helping people with social media and that kind of thing too. But I was always drawn back to the audio piece. And so I would say probably last spring, I really dove head first into completely audio and and focusing on that and seeing how I could help others create that in their businesses. So yeah, probably since last spring, I've been pretty focused on that. And yeah, it's really exciting because I think it's, that's a bunch of experimenting this whole entrepreneurial world and seeing what, what sticks with you and what you're really excited about. And that's what you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. I think you're right. A lot of people do start as like a general VA just to kind of get a feel for the industry itself Mm -hmm. and then figure out what they like. I know I did the same thing. I did like VA and social media management because that was like my corporate career was social media. So yeah. So I started similarly and then I also found podcasting. I was like, wow, this is great. Like I'm tired of social media because you have to be on all the time. With podcasting, you can definitely have like more flexibility and really create your own schedule with social media. It's like, oh, I got to respond to these people Monday through Friday. There was no like way that I felt like I could really take a break because yeah. it's just constant. And with podcasting, yeah. it's like, okay, cool. You can tell your clients to record in advance and then you can upload it on your own time versus, oh, I got to respond to this during business hours, Monday through Friday. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love that you can like really provide good, valuable content through podcasting without having to get done up too, because video really isn't my jam. (laughs) I think it's an important piece, but when I started looking at those three major creator platforms between podcasting, YouTubing and blogging, I was like, well, I'm not the best writer, but I can definitely have a conversation with someone. So that's when I related it to clients. And and we talked about that, but the beauty about podcasting too, is that you can like use that content and dribble it out to obviously blog posts and to YouTube as well. Yeah. I love the, I like it as using it as the anchor and pillar to all of your content. 
Yeah. I feel the same way. And, and it's nice. Like my favorite part really is that I don't have to get ready. Like today I'm literally just wearing a hoodie and like with video, you feel like you have to get more, more presentable. Yeah. It's definitely, it's important. I know video marketing is very important, but you're right. For it's sure. not, it's not my jam either. It's not my favorite. I'll do it. Cause I know I have to, or I know it's important. Not that I have to, I don't have to do anything, but I know it's yeah. important, uh, but it's, yeah, yeah it's, not it's my a favorite. piece for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? And that's the thing, like, and that's what I talk to my clients about too. It's always going to be a piece because people still want to be able to see who they're working with, but mm-hmm. audio really gives their audiences a chance to get to know and trust them. We call it that relationship building piece. And through voice you it's amazing how you can like really get to someone and and I know you're probably going to ask me at the end what my favorite podcast is but or what they potentially are but that's probably one of the biggest things is I will turn one on and if I'm not really resonating with that person within the first five minutes I'm moving on to the next one so it really does give you the chance to get to know what someone would be like before you potentially could work with them. Yeah. And a lot of people say that that's the main reason video is so popular, but you can definitely do it with a podcast too. And you don't have to show your face, which is it's a win-win in my opinion. You still get the same effect, but you don't, you don't have to put all this effort into putting on makeup and all that stuff. And the other thing I was just going to say is that it's really fun too, that it gives you the ability to get in front of other audiences, which is pretty cool because if, if people are finding you, or if you're on interviews on other podcasts, you're getting in front of other audiences wouldn't normally be the chance to be in front of. So that's pretty amazing as well. There's a lot of cross promotion that can happen and yeah, there's a lot of potential with it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Basically guys, podcasting is amazing, but if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> yeah. you already know that. We're like huge fans. <laughs> you already know. That's cool. right. That's right. So I know today we're talking about something a little different than your typical yes. podcast. And I'm really excited mm-hmm. about this topic because I actually have set up a private podcast for someone, but like when that's I was cool. asked to set it up, I, it was like, in early 2020 and private podcasting wasn't really a thing. And I was like, okay, like I had to do so much research to find someone who actually offers private podcasting at that time without Mm -hmm. it being like a million dollars. Cause I know Libsyn had a really high fee for it. And like all these other places, like you had to pay like this outlandish fee just to have a private podcast. So I found one that didn't do that. And that was before Hello Audio and all those other ones uh, popped up, but I found one. I, what is it called? captivate. That's what it is. So that's what I ended up using. Cause at the time they were only the, one of the only ones that had a private podcast that wasn't a million dollars basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm really excited to dive in this conversation. Cause it's not something I'm like super familiar with. I'm definitely learning more about it mm-hmm. because I think it's really useful and I'm starting to use it in my own stuff. Like with my upcoming summit, I'm hosting a summit for awesome. podcasters in two weeks. When we're recording this, it probably already happened or after when the, once this is live, it probably already happened, but I'm using a private podcast for that. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see, especially since it's so good, a summit for podcasters. I think they'll really mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. So I want to know what is really the key differences between public and private podcasts. You bet. Really the main difference is that a private podcast allows you to give exclusive content and you can also create some urgency around it. It's not searchable like a typical public podcast. That's the easiest way to explain it. So what happens with a private feed is that you get your own RSS feed that you have to either set up through like your email automation system or send directly to your students, your clients, or whoever you want that specific private feed to go to. You can have it instant or you can have it dripped or 
date-based, which is that exclusive piece that I was, that I had mentioned. You could say it's only for two week period. So if you want to listen as soon as you can, because after that, it's going to be gone and then you're moving on to the next thing. So I love the ability and the flexibility that you can use for it. And I love the opportunities that private feeds can bring to a business. There's so many neat ways. Can I get into them? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So one example is you can use it for marketing. So I have set up personally a private feed as a lead magnet. So instead of a typical PDF or checklist, it's actually a mini capital podcast that really highlights certain maybe offer is directing them to something or is really selling what I'm doing and who I am and how they can potentially work with me. So I try to follow it around with my marketing plan, just like you would with a normal or traditional podcast. So you look at all of your offers and and figure out like, how does it fit and how does it work with your lead magnets? So I've been playing around with that. And I think marketing is like an amazing way you can use it. You can also use it instead of like your typical webinar. Like I kind of mentioned, you can use it for launch content, challenge content. You could do interview series with it or case studies, testimonials from past clients that you've worked with, which would be amazing. Another way you can use it is through educational content. You can use it for memberships, eBooks, group programs, that kind of thing. You can do event recording with private audio feeds. So Q and A calls, one-on-one calls. I actually just spoke to another online business owner recently, and she was like, I do not want to purchase another course that I have to sit and go through slides. She's like, it has to have an audio component to it. So if the group calls were audio and I could just purchase that piece because there's so much value in those calls when as a continued learning through masterminds, but if I could just buy that phone call piece, I would. And I was like, that's amazing. And that's where private audio can come in, right? It really kind of just sets you apart from the pack and makes you stand out and also gives you that extra added value to your clients and students that normally wouldn't be there. Another example is niche specific patients, weekly or daily meditations or travel guides or cooking instructions, tech walkthroughs. It's really like pretty amazing how you can use it in your business. Another example is teams and operations. So depending on how big your business is, you could really use it for if you have new employees um, coming on, you can use it as an onboarding piece. That would be way better than listening or reading through a manual. I know if I've, I've had to do that in past experience and it's not very fun. I don't think I really got a lot of lot of value out of reading a manual. So having that all set up as an audio piece would be a huge asset to your business in some way, shape or form. Yeah. I love that. And it's funny that you mentioned the team onboarding stuff, because that is actually when I was trying to research for the private podcast for someone, for their course students. And that's what I had set up back in 2020. That was the main thing I could find. Like it was all catered towards corporate who wanted to turn their onboarding stuff into a private podcast. And that was like, that's why it was so expensive because they were catering towards corporate versus just the traditional small business owner. So I thought it was funny that you mentioned that because it's just, that's literally all I could find. I was like, where is like stuff for like online business people, not the corporate world that, yeah, I think that's great. I think those are some really great ways. And I've seen a lot of audio summits using it recently. Mm -hmm. Also video summits, but audio summits are new. And I think that's really cool. It's something I'm definitely interested in exploring because I host my summit personally as a video summit. And we do, we do 
record like the audio as well and keep the audio and, you know, distribute that to people who purchase. So it's not everyone, it's just the purchasers, but I definitely think an audio sub would be really interesting and something I'm interested in exploring. Cause it's like, uh, hello, Denny, you are a podcast strategist, like an audio summit sounds right up your alley, right? Absolutely. Plus it's a little less high maintenance than a video summit because yeah, video is just a whole different beast <laughs> as you know. So it is. And the other added bonus is for me trying it as a lead magnet, like I can really problem solve test and see what's sticking and what isn't. So it's like, you can look at your analytics and see which episode or which mini capsule was downloaded more, and then really go back and focus on that. So I love the ability to test with it because again, like this whole world of entrepreneurship is about experimenting and trying things. Once you've figured out what you need for a mini capsule, it's really easy to replicate that same process and to do it again, because it's not as crazy as much work as you think. Like you're right. Like video, adding video component is, is a bit more work as far as I'm concerned. Like audio is once you've got your, your roadmap, it's pretty easy to follow. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's really great. So I know we kind of already dove into who a private podcast is good for, what you can use it for, but what are like some of the benefits of a private podcast? Like what is it gonna do for you and your business? And then are there any cons to having a private podcast? You know what? I don't know if there's any cons because I'm such a feud. I, I, I just really support it. I think there's so much value you can bring to it. Pros, I think I've touched on it a bit. I love the ability to be able to transition and pivot with your business and try different things and new things. Also, it's, it's a great starting point for audio as well. So thinking of it as, and I'm working with a client to set up a big launch and a podcast that they're structuring it in a way that they can maintain and manage. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Whereas a private feed is honestly like you can set it up as an evergreen piece to your business to market and promote a certain offer and just keep going back and reusing it. You don't have to set up interviews and guest management. It's honestly you speaking about something or using it as an asset that really sets you apart because uh, this market is saturated and we are always constantly trying to figure out ways that feels good to you, a podcast or blogging or video, like we said before, but if this feels good to you, then, you know, you're going to come back and you're going to do it again. You're it's going to work in your business if it feels right and it's working. So it really provides um, a new way of approaching a variety of different things, like I said. So whether it's using it for marketing, using it for education, as a coach, being able to like have those recorded calls and giving it to your... Another aspect, honestly, is thinking about how many um, solopreneurs are out there that are, are doing coaching programs that are like overwhelmed because they cannot keep up with the one-on-ones. This private feed gives you the opportunity to do those one-on-ones, but in a different way. Yeah. really offering some opportunities to be able to run your ship in a way that works. Yeah, I love that. And I, I think that component of using it for your program is really amazing because I know for me, like a lot of the time, I don't have time to just sit down and watch videos. I would love to, but it's just not always like if I have to choose between doing something like internally for my business or kind of setting aside time to take a course. And that's like the only time I have, obviously I'm going to have to choose something internally for my business, then working on education stuff. So having it in a podcast format is super nice because you can literally just get in the car or do the dishes or whatever you're doing. And you don't have to worry about it. Yes. Cause I know that's a thing like 
course platforms with video, not that great on your phone most of the time. Even if they have an app, it's still not ideal most of the time. So I think it's really useful to be able to give people that option. And that's something I'll be implementing in all my courses going forward is having that on the private stuff. Cause I'm, I'm already doing the videos. Literally all I have to do is take the video (laughs) and turn it into an MP3 or another audio file and upload it into something like hello audio. So it's like, why not? I already have it. It's not like I have to create separate stuff to make it work. So I think, I think it's kind of a no brainer and it's really not that expensive, especially now. Like I said before, you used to have to pay an arm and leg to have a private feed on Mm -hmm. most providers, but now it's definitely more accessible. So when it comes to podcasting. Do you recommend mm-hmm. having both a private and a public podcast or would you say one or the other? I feel like I know your answer to this, yeah. but yeah. Well, I think it could be both, but honestly, I feel like if you are not used to audio at all, like testing things out, testing the water out, testing how you like sounding on, cause even actually literally just pressing record for someone that's never done it before is a little overwhelming. So once you get through that stage and you feel like you know what, like, this was awesome. I want to do it again. Let's do it. And the excitement happens, then, then we can turn it into a public. But honestly, I I have clients that have started with either, or they have just done private and have started with me with public or like a traditional podcast. And now they're like, oh my gosh, let's see all the different ways that we can use private too in my business, because this only makes sense. It really just depends where you're at in business and what you are looking for, whether it's a marketing machine or a content creator, what are you actually looking for and how can Help you create that. And so that's when I say there's no one cookie cutter approach when I work with clients. It's honestly just connecting and seeing, okay, what are your goals? What are you trying to look for? And how can I help you? And talking about like my favorite hosting platform, and I don't know a whole lot about the other ones because I have just really grown to love Hello Audio as my hosting choice and platform is that they actually created that platform because of the, they want people to be able, they wanted people to be able to complete the completion rates is what I'm trying to say. They're trying to get the completion rates of courses up. So that's why they created the platform, which I think is amazing. They're amazing to work with and they offer a three tier approach. So Mm -hmm. if you only want to start, you can start at $14 a month. If you just want to try to see what this actually world is like, and then you can move up from there and the other tiers offer more obviously, Um, but it does give you the chance to at least get your feet wet and see if this makes sense to you. Because honestly, I think you already touched on it, but we all have the choice of whether we want to, when we have free time, what we want to do with it. Do we want to listen to something that entertains us? Or do we want to listen to that course that we purchased and finish it? Because that's why we bought it. So like we have those choices and opportunities and you just have to, as a business, have to figure out what you want to focus on first. And then I work with you to develop that. Yeah. I love that. I think that's super helpful. And hello audio is one that I use too. I, I have a subscription myself and I'm planning on awesome. yeah, they're so it. fun. Yeah, no. And Lindsay's great, right. but I think that one's great. And then I have experience on captivate too, and I didn't have any qualms about it, but a lot of other traditional hosts don't offer this like, or they do at a really crazy rate. Like I know Libsyn still has it, but it's not accessible to someone that just, like, no one wants to pay like $199 a month or something just to have a private podcast. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. I definitely think that having it more accessible makes it much, much better. And more people are going to use it if they can pay a decent price versus crazy prices yeah. out there for it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. How many private podcasts have you set up and are you seeing like 
people moving towards that more than traditional podcasts? Or do you think just the podcasting industry in general is just booming? I think it is. I think private feed just building momentum. I still think a lot of people don't know how they can use them in their business. Honestly, the more I talk about it with other people, the more interest it's gathering for sure. I was able to run a course with a fellow entrepreneur. Um, I don't know if you know, Victoria Boyd. Oh yes. She's been in my summits before. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, awesome. So she's a marketing guru. I love working with her. She's so fun to work with. So we developed this like four week course in the fall to really like test out to see if people were interested in developing like a private capsule, a mini capsule as a lead magnet specifically. And we had two people join us and it was like such a fun, we did live weekly uh, trainings and Q and A's and we worked on the process with them. So everything from the production to editing, because there's a lot of hangups, right? A lot of people are like, wow, I don't like editing at all. When you figure out that you can actually try to, when you actually hit record, do it in a way that limits like how much editing you actually have to do. And then just knowing a few basics really gets you over that hurdle. So building that script, doing some basic editing. And then Victoria was able to help them with the marketing and promotion of it in the last two sections. And it was really fun to work through that process. And I think the more people start talking about how they're using private audio feeds in their business, the more we're going to see audio popping up in different. I just think it's so fun and it's, it really does create an opportunity to really um, showcase who you are and what you do in a way that's can resonate with other people. So I, I think it's on the uptrend for sure. And I think the more we talk about it, the more people will start dabbling in it and realizing there's so many opportunities. I agree a hundred percent. It's something I definitely want to dabble in more as well. Cause like all of my clients currently, except for the one I had a couple, like in 2020, I guess two years ago now, <laughs> which is crazy to think about, but yeah, all of them are public. So I think it'd be fun to start dabbling in the private podcast world. Cause just opens yourself up to so many more opportunities and and dabbling in it myself too. We'll do that. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's great. Before we kind of wrap up, I'd love to know what is your biggest tip for someone that is like, this sounds really interesting. Like I'm kind of intimidated by a public podcast because it's just, it's a lot. So maybe I want to go for the private podcast. What is your biggest tip for someone who is interested in potentially pursuing a private podcast? There's like kind of three things to really strategize on. It's like your message, your strategy, and your content. So really trying to figure out how you want to use this in your business, whether it is for marketing, whether it is for education, building it, building out that script of what that would look like. And I didn't really touch on the fact that the episodes can really be as short as you want them to be. It's really just explaining what that pillar or that piece it's going to be about, and it's just like a normal podcast. I talk to my clients about, you really want to highlight one thing in each episode, not a bunch of things. So sometimes the episodes are maybe a four or five minutes long in length. That's it. So it's not as overwhelming as a traditional podcast too, which could be anywhere from 10, 15 to over an hour long in length. So it really is just dependent on what the topic is for that episode and then building that out until your capsule's done. And capsules, I've seen many capsules be like Uh, five, you have your trailer, four episodes done. And then I've seen some that are like 10 little mini episodes. So it really just depends on how you want to build that out and what that would look like. So like just jotting out, figuring out where you want to focus your energy on, and then what that could potentially look like. And then putting out like putting it, like hitting record, essentially. Uh, Hello Audio is so easy to use as long as you've got some kind of platform to record. And there's so many free 
opportunities. I'm sure you've shared that with your uh, listeners that you can hit record on. You don't need super fancy equipment. You just really need a quiet space to be able to record. I know a lot of people that have actually developed a whole private podcast just right on their phone and then uploaded it. As much work or as little work as you potentially want it to be. I love that. I think that's really helpful because like a lot of people get overwhelmed by podcasting in general. They have the same hangups that I imagine they would with a private versus public. It's like, oh, I don't have fancy equipment. I I don't have a huge social media following. I don't have all this stuff. You don't need any of that. You do need a decent microphone but you don't need a yeah, you want the three, sound quality. You don't yeah. need a $300 microphone. You can settle for a $75 microphone or something Absolutely. like that. So it's just, yeah, it's just like those little hangups that are probably similar to what my clients face for sure. So I love that. And Absolutely. then I love to wrap up because it is a podcast about podcasting. Mm-hmm. So tell us what is your favorite current favorite podcast? And if you have a private podcast that you love too, that's available for people to subscribe to. I'd love to hear about that one as well. If you have any, Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. So it's kind of like asking me what my favorite book is. I've got a few books (laughs) on the shelf that I pick up and some that I read from beginning to end and some that I just read like small sections on and I take podcasts the same way. So most of the podcasts I listen to are pretty much educational based, but they're all a little different. So I'm sure you've heard of a few of these ones, but create your laptop life, obviously with Julie Stone. I love that she gives actionable strategies and they're only about 10 minutes in length, right? So they're like the little 10 minute strategy pieces on marketing business or in life balance. And then I also love cubicle to CEO with Ellen Yin. I love her style because it's more case studies based every episode with past clients, which is really fascinating to see their journey from A to A to Z kind of thing. But yeah, like I, I have a few, I have coffee and converse with Diane Mayer. Oh, um, I love you Diane. Know, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The launch playbook with Sarah Vertanian. It's well, and of course, Victoria's make it marketable. And then I've been recently listening to watching. I almost said watching. I've almost been um, listening to the financial feminist with Tori Dunlop too, just talking about financial lifestyle freedom for females. And I think it's really fascinating and, and interesting. And, and that's why I love podcasting so much is that you can like really learn so much in such short amounts of time on like a gazillion different topics. So I'm all about educational base right now. It's all about learning and growth, but I'm a forever learner and private feeds. Honestly, if you just want to check one out, I'm probably going to just toot my own horn and check out (laughs) my Instagram and see just, it's not perfect, but it's something that you can check out and see if you know, what a private podcast for a lead magnet actually looks like or could look like for your business. So yeah, come and check me out on Instagram at me and James Co. I'd love for you to check it out and let me know what you think and see if it would work in your business. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll make sure to link that in the show notes for everyone to go check you out. But yeah, those are some great options. I love educational podcasts too, but I'm also like a true crime person. So I have a lot of, yeah, those as well. a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot yep. of people love true crime. Yep. So it's, it's either like murder or like marketing (laughs) (laughs) murder or marketing I love it yeah it's yeah I I don't listen to as many educational podcasts as I used to just because I'm not in that learning place right now like the main learning podcasts I listen to are like leadership focused because that's where I'm wanting to learn right now perfect I do have like motherhood ones too because that is something that's very prevalent (laughs) for me but yeah those are like my main ones is like motherhood marketing and murder that's awesome. I love it. I guess we can throw, we can throw in leadership too. So that that's where we're at, but cool. Let us know where we can find you. So your website, your social channels, wherever you would love for people to get in contact with you. 
Yeah, you bet. So mainly it's on Instagram at mainjamesco and my website is mainjamesco.com and you can check out a little bit more about my services and offers. I do mainly focus on intensives. I love the opportunity to work with people in one or two day slots that really get a lot done in those in that time frame with them. So that's what I do and who I am, where you can find me. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. And VIP days are where it's at. I love them too. I haven't, I don't offer them too often because people are, I don't know, people that come to work with us, they really want recurring stuff. And that's totally fine with me. I love that Mm -hmm. recurring income, but I think VIP days are amazing because you can get so much stuff done in that like quick time period. And then you send them on their happy way and they're good to go. But I think it's a great business model. So yeah. Thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed chatting with you today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave a review. You can find us at SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com and on Facebook at Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs and Instagram at Savvy Podcasting. Make sure to join our free Facebook community for podcasters by going to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash community and join in on the exclusive community just for Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs listeners. I'll see you there.